0: Welcome to Doing CX Right, a podcast where we discuss how to differentiate brands by doing customer experience right. I'm your host, Stacey Sherman, an author, award-winning keynote speaker and mentor passionate to help you humanize business and improve experiences to achieve real results. Today, I'm bringing you Antonio Grasso. He is regarded as one of the top digital transformation influencers and researchers on artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, Internet of Things, and so much more, and how it interconnects for customer experiences. You're going to hear about these topics, including the role that's changing in society, in companies as a result of digital transformation and how IT has an important play in the customer experience within companies. And we've got to collaborate with IT, as he explains. You're going to hear what the new post-digital transformation world will look like and how your business can be ready and thrive through the journey and future state. He and I give you transformative recipes and the best possible path that leads you to better customer experiences, employee experiences, human experiences, while coexisting with the bots, the robots, and other non-human forms. Take notes, my friends, because this discussion is eye-opening and necessary for you to know now and plan for the future success. Share this episode with others who can benefit and subscribe to my channel so you can get updates and keep on doing CX Right. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, Antonio Grasso. Welcome to the Doing CX Right show.
1: Hi, Stacey. Thank you for having me.
0: I am so appreciative to get to talk to you today, halfway around the world from where I am, and yet you feel really close. So that's the beauty of technology.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. It is, it is.
0: (laughs) So let's first start off with, tell my audience, who are you? What do you do professionally? I am
1: Antonio. I am uh, an Italian guy. I live in Italy, Naples, exactly, in the south of Italy. I'm a, a tech guy. I talk bit and bytes. I like bits and bytes. I I, I born with the transistors. I born with the computer with the software. So I'm a deep technical guy. I started as a software developer in 1983, Imagine this. Wow, wow! Forty years ago. Yes, forty years. I'm celebrating this year forty years of uh, professional activity as a software developer before and then software architect and then and now. Path um, leader, but I have my own company, I have my own information uh, IT company in Italy. So I'm an inter- basically I'm an entrepreneur.
0: And I love that you're on the technical side because people forget how important IT is within customer experience. So we're going to dive into that.
1: Yes, that is Im- unbelievable. It, it enables a lot of uh, new things in in customer experience. Yeah.
0: Oh, this is important. Can you share why? why your passion around digital transformation and customer experience?
1: It is something that is, is growing now because, you know, when I started, we have no customer experience. Customer experience is something pretty new that was named in the last years before there was a customer support or, you know, was the customer journey, but now we talk about experience because it is a, a concrete experience to understand, that, you know, the whole uh, relation we have uh, with the, with our customer. This is something I like most because I started with with that. I started with that because uh, I every time I started in, in the retail, in the retail sector, writing an ERP for the retail, where you know, customer contact, customer center, customer contact, uh, the, the 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 front office was really. Um, something to be managed. And then I'm passionate about it because, you know, mixing technology and people, you know, meeting people, society, customer are part of a society. So I like to, to be involved in that. I think it's amazing, you know, to see the cross relation between uh, customer experience and technology, how technology yeah. can enable new differencing for customer experience.
0: Oh, definitely. And I also love talking to people overseas like you from where I am, because you could see that customer experience, the movement is reaching everywhere. And that's part of my mission and and talking to people like you, like we're really making a difference because it would never have reached this far without that intention.
1: Yes, yes. This is a new concept, the experience, you know, the word experience. We are using more and more the word experience. Uh, We started with the customer experience, but now we have employee experience. I'm living it because in my company I have uh, many employees. So uh, is the word experience that is uh, uh, natural to humans because we are used to be experienced. Let me sorry for the the the, the 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 game for of words. I'm Italian, so sometimes I'm stuck on on something. But, but it's basically is the experience that uh, uh, let us to identify as our needs because we live by experience.
0: Mm, and there's no reason to have bad experiences ever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: What is a fun
1: fact that people may or may not know about you. I am a metal uh, player. I'm a rocker. Yeah, I, I, when I was young, I was a guitarist. You know, I played in a rock band. And now, at uh, more than 50 years old, I still continue to love heavy metal. You know, that is something that many people... Do not understand so because Antonio is a pragmatic, he's a professional. He, for sure, like uh, pop music or classical or jazz. No, I like <laughs> heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> I have not a tattoo. I have not a tattoo, but I, I, I should, I will have a tattoo because I'm a rocker. So I'm a metal a metallic. Yes, I like it. This is something that uh, is a fun fact for, to me. It's a fun fact because you know, people watching at me, they say. Uh, you listen to uh, classical music, you, uh, or at least jazz, no more than, no more than. No, absolutely. Yeah, I know classical rock, but now in my life exists only the metal music. <laughs> it can be weird, but it's reality.
0: <laughs> that is a fun fact. And you remind me of the importance when you talked about employee experience before, that think about our teams and how you may not know about your team unless you ask them what you know tell me about you you know unless you ask you just make assumptions of who people yeah. are professionally but it's getting to know people like this that's that's where the magic happens
1: yeah 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 this is why it's never it's every time a mistake to get an opinion uh, watching the people and see which the, which that? Is, uh, what's at it? What's at him? It's, uh, some, uh, guy? guys. I don't think he's professional. And then let's see. He's a Google engineer specializing in AI is the, the top data scientist of Google for AI. So you never make an impression watching mm. people because uh, this is only what we have outside. It's only our container, but you do not, uh, experience the content.
0: Yeah, yeah, if and one more fun, see. one more yeah. fun fact for people that I learned today is that you stopped smoking
1: and yeah, have yeah, changed
0: yeah. changed your life in so many ways from it.
1: Yeah, it's four months. It's I am counting the day after the day because you know I was an idiot smoker. I, this is a big problem, but suddenly. In the, in the la- last year, I, I I arrived at the, at the decision, okay, I, Antonio, you need to smoke because it's dangerous, it's very dangerous. And then on 7th, on January, uh, yes, it's now, today's uh, 3, May 3, in uh, May the 7th is four months, the fourth month I'm not smoking, and I don't think uh, I will. So... This is another fun fact. Is for the Amazon book. How my body is completely is disrupted. Let me use a terms that we're using with technology that is disrupting. So my body is completely disrupted, (laughs) and uh, but I'm very, I'm very.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, disruption can be used in many different components of life. Let's talk about business and digital transformation, DX, as you call it. What DX. does that even mean to you?
1: Okay, let me see. started as a computer scientist in 1983. It is something that is in my veins. It's in my blood. Uh, I, I have a special relation with the computer. But let me say, technology is not only uh, sorry, technology is important uh, for uh, our uh, digital transformation journey, but it is not uh, the only thing. It's important, but it's not the only thing. The digital transformation is a journey, is not is a starting point toward a, a new uh, new boundaries uh, for organizational efficiency. To have a different kind of relation with your customers, with your suppliers, with your employees, uh, is something that is turning uh, around many many companies. But we do not must we must not see it as tech heavy tech buying. You know, I buy old tech, I buy all new software, and that is uh, I'm making it. This is not precise. You, you need the technology, but you need also different mindset. Uh, this is something that uh, we will talk uh, later when we talk about also the new book I'm writing because, you know, I'm writing a book about trying to understand what will happen in the post-digital society because we will stop later or sooner, we will stop thinking about the digital. Digital transformation will not exist anymore because we will already transformed our company our society and our economy, society will be transformed. What will happen when we will be transformed?
0: Yeah. Wow. So let's tap into that post. post Post-digital transformation, post-digital society. Explain what you vision that looking like and how should leaders prepare for that?
1: Yeah, uh, it, it is. It, 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 it's not easy because uh, uh, the, the infographic you mentioned was an infographic about fourteen tips for successful digital transformation, and this is something that uh, we talk about. You know, research digital transformation, system and technology, but do not focus only on technology. Identify how uh, what what are the the the, the areas affected by the digital transformation was digital technology or exponential technology can affect which which area. And uh, talk with, uh, you know, collective, also collective leadership. Don't forget about collective leadership because talk with other managers and talk with them to understand, to have a, a, a complete view and uh, try to achieve uh, the management support involving them and then uh, uh, also, you need to collaborate with all the stakeholders. You know, in the in your uh, value chain uh, creation, because you need supply, you need employees, so you need also to involve them in your uh, in your process. Okay. Ob- 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 obviously, create a project plan and and a budget, <laughs> put the money on that. Then, choose technology that can align with your business priorities. I'm, I'm reading the, 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 the infographics and uh, uh, develop a method. But uh, it's just uh, I, in my post, uh, I, st- I I wrote, suppose we start looking at the stakeholder engagement, the impact on our business model and the customer experience as a essential element together with technology. In that case, we can say that you have started correctly. So technology is only a component of the parcel, we have, we must, we need also stakeholder engagement, we need to uh, evaluate the impact on our business model, and then we must not forget the customer experience as uh, an essential element of our resonating about digital transformation. Mm. But let me say, I don't want to be too much... uh, grave in what I'm saying, but I think that digital transformation is just something that we are talking now today. What we must be worried about, if I can say worried, yeah. is what will happen tomorrow after we finish to transform, let me joke words, to finish to transform digitally our company. We finished the, the digital transformation. We we reached a way we where everything is digitalized. We have a robotic process automation. We have uh, adopted artificial intelligence for intelligent automation. We made a lot of things. And then what will happen? It can be you, you miss something about how society is changing. This is very important Mm. to understand how society, because when we talk about our company, we are talking about the economy. The economy is changing, companies are changing, etc. But how will change society? How will change people? Uh, let me say that uh, before uh, uh, digital transformation uh, for uh, the, the movie, for example, no digitalization that impacted the movie sector or the music industry, yeah. we have changed the way to listen music. But it's not only that that is changing, not only the tool we use it. It's also changing the panorama, it's changing the music industry has changed, not only the way we use our smartphone. If you, for example, think about uh, the emergence of independent uh, people, independent music uh, uh, band, for example, that are not uh, with a tag on the head, you know, are not linked to Editorial business; so they, they are independent. This means that sometimes, in, in same area, the people want more control about what to doing. And this is something that is linked with the customer experience because if we don't do, don't give them more control of uh, our of the relation they have with us, uh, can be they are not happy because you know going forward in this transformation, one thing is sure, people want a new role uh, because people are assuming a new role in society. Mm. In my opinion, the shift from Web 1 to Web 2, Web 2, dynamic web, you know, the user-generated content, uh, people that on social media create content, uh, people that uh, on medium write blog article, uh, before digital technology that was not possible. we live yeah. with intermediaries okay reading uh, reading a journal, listening to TV shows reading uh, mainstream media. But then with with the advent of web 2 web 2.0, the dynamic web the one where we people starting creating content you know yeah. when we started creating content, Something marvelous happened. Something marvelous happened. That is, uh, we want a new role. We want a new role on social media, and then now we have a global conversation that are driven by us, without intermediaries, without uh, uh, journal, without TV. This is called disintermediation, and disintermediation is a big phenomenon that is really impacting companies.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I want to talk about in terms of the technology in a post-digital transformation world, and I don't know when that is, when are we really done transforming to get to that state? Where do humans come into play? And even with the the AI right now writing so much content, it's missing the personality. Nobody can represent, or I should say nothing, being a robot, can represent my personality, your personality, your experiences. So where, what's your view on how does that get lost or maintained?
1: Um, as a first, let me say that uh, artificial intelligence is our son. It's not uh, an alien son. We, we did it. We created it. So As God, you know, many people are religious. Uh, In Italy, we are Catholic, so we think that we are like our God. Uh, God created us using uh, Him as uh, uh, example. You know, we are creating artificial intelligence. We created artificial intelligence like God made with us. We did the same with artificial intelligence. We created AI like us. So uh, I'm listening to this global conversation about the danger of AI, about AI ethics, but are we talking with the machine or are we talking with the humans? Because if we are talking with the machine, we are losing our time because the machine does not understand us. If we are talking with the human behind the machine, we have rules and regulation to regulate, to manage this phenomenon. So every conversation about uh, uh, AI is dangerous. attention must be address humans, not the machine. While you, when, you, when you listen, it looks like that you are talking about the machine. Someone wants to put the machine under control. You cannot put the machine under control because you don't need to put the machine under control. Put only the humans under control and then you, <laughs> you have the, the, the same about the personality. So yes. uh, a- AI is us. If AI has wrong personality, because we want has, it as wrong personality. But let me say that this will be the future. In a post-digital society, we have, a diff- we have the same human with a different kind of relation. We must uh, adapt to that uh, because we have a lot of... I know physically, the, con- the physical contact is beautiful. Yes. But the physical contact also restricts the number of people you can understand, you can know. Now we are in the USA, I am in Italy, we are talking, we know each other. But let me say, I know Stacy, uh, uh, the same way as I have here in my room. It's almost the same. It's, it's a mindset change. This is something that digital natives, people born in the last 10, 15 years, digital natives will be used to... We are a bit more old, so we can adapt to this changing relation. But uh, I think AI is our son. If we have something to talk, we need to talk with the parents, not with him.
0: Huh. That's a very unique perspective. Thank you for sharing that. I also think from doing CX Right perspective that as today we are doing persona development and we're doing journey mapping to design experiences, I think we're going to have to include robots as a segment to, to expand and design for them I don't even know if it's to them or it's to him or her. I don't even know what to call it, but it—that's <laughs> <laughs> what's going to have to be part of this transformation. And it's a segment. Do do you agree?
1: Uh, y- y- yes, by, a part. But uh, okay. you talk about robot. When you talk about robot, we see the the, the, the anthropomorphic robot. You know, the man that the uh, head is walking. We need to, a different conception of robot, you know, and now we technician, we talk about bots, you know, bot, not robot. Robot is the (laughs) complete silhouette. Bot are software bot, you know, software bot is only a part of the words. Software bot that uh, perform uh, something specific. Uh, In the case of a customer experience, for example, uh, I don't know. Uh, virtual assistant, some virtual assistant mm-hmm. that can talk. Now we are witnessing ChatGPT that is really disrupting everything. But let me say, ChatGPT, I won't upload the guy who made ChatGPT, but I want to upload more the marketing guy that is marketing ChatGPT. It's absolutely uh, a gracious work because every every everyone is talking about GPT's sparkling conversation. so about customer experience, about something that you can say that revolve around personalization, we are mapping the journey we are do- why we are doing it. We are doing it because we want to give to our customer an amazing experience. We want to give him a way to remember us well course and to come back uh, to us again this is we are calling it about personalization and this is so important because people want to be on the stage with the advent of new technology of uh, people are uh, are interpreting uh, a new role for themselves uh, this is really uh, the way we must so in terms of companies in terms of organization we must establish, uh, Business objectives based on uh, new kind of including in this business objective also new technology, but uh, only to augment our action, not to substitute our action. Because AI is an argument, human augmented. That, that is uh, a, a right concept to see AI. Because the AI we have, AI what we have now is a narrow intelligence. Our AI algorithm can do only one thing that is called a feature, you know. They can perform only one feature at a time. If you want, for example, can listen, can talk, or can respond to questions, but cannot do general things like we do. We are talking, cannot control an arm. To control an arm, you need another software. To listen, you need a software. To talk, you need another software. It's a a puzzle of software that we put together. It's really something so far from the human beings.
0: I'd like to get your view for people in companies who are in different departments and they all have an IT organization. What's your view on how IT and marketing, and sales, and product development, how can they work together better to deliver customer experiences? Because silos don't work.
1: No, and this is what we have now, many silos in the organization. You know, uh, when I started in 1983, I was dressed white in the data center. You cannot enter the data center. You need the badge to enter the data center, but you inside, you need that. You need uh, to dress like a doctor, you know, white coated with doctor with the, and then you stay in the, then from that, that this was uh, in 1985, 1980s, in 1980s, now we have uh, something that I call decentralization. Decentralization is no more centralized, it is spread around. So we, 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 we talked about, uh, a lot. I talk also about DevOps. DevOps is something that you can uh, develop a new software, or uh, uh, migrate, or adjust, or enhance the software you have by putting together a mixed team. Mixed team that is developer, DevOps, development, and operation. So in any in any segment, in any industry, in any in any. Function of your organization can be marketing, can be uh, commercial, or can be uh, product development, etc. You can create a, a mixed team made, made of technical guy developers, made of uh, operation guys that are. Expert of that. This is the best way. Actually, currently is the best way to avoid the silos. Make one team that meet together and together establish a good vision for the IP yes. objective.
0: Yes. Oh, we could just talk about this topic all all time together because there are data, there are data silos, and there are human silos, and I can't stand that. But another day. I'd like to give you some rapid fire questions here as we're getting to the end. And that mm-hmm. is, if I had a ton of CEOs and entrepreneurs and leaders in my room right now, what is the one takeaway you want them to remember?
1: Don't think only about the technology for your business transformation journey, but think about uh, also mindset strategy and don't forget the new role of people people have new role in the society and they must have a new role in our company can be collective leadership can be a mixed team augmented teams but never forget the new role of people in your company
0: and one statement about the future of digital transformation or post digital transformation The future, the
1: post-digital, yeah, this is really something that I'm researching a lot because uh, the book I'm writing is uh, called The Post-Digital Business Transformation in a Post-Digital Society. This is really something that is hard. In the 10 to 15 years, I think everything will revolve around disintermediation, decentralization and the new role of people, Mm. in my opinion.
0: Well... That's going to be a book to read and talk about. What is the best leadership advice, Antonio, that you've received or given?
1: Uh, I receive it. Uh, don't forget you are talking with the people when you talk with your employees. Oh, that's <laughs> unbelievable. I remember that word because, you know, at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, I was a bit... Uh, I I was unsure. I was insecure. So, you know, when you are insecure, you talk with the people with try to maintain the distance. Uh, That was a bad, a bad bit, uh, in my opinion. And I was my, one of my mentors told, uh, Antonio, please, don't forget you have people around the front of you. This means you have emotion. You have a, (sighs) you have a, An emotional relation. Don't don't have only a formal working relation. Every time you have also an emotion. Don't forget that.
0: Oh, do not forget that. Everybody listening, do not forget that. Bring your true self, your authentic self. It's okay to be vulnerable. It makes you human and have the conversations with people. You're more relatable. Yeah, be, be empathic, be empathic
1: because they are humans, they are not computers. You are too much used to work with computers, Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> that was right, that was right because uh, the uh, people are different from computers. So Antonio, don't forget you are talking with the people that are emotional people, they have an intelligence, but it's an emotional intelligence. So please take care of that.
0: Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Last question. If you could go back in time to your younger 20-year-old self based on what you know now that you did not know then, what would you tell the younger you?
1: Don't start smoking. This is uh, the first thing. It's a personal thing. The second mm-hmm. thing, do, do, uh, do more in the early age. Do more in the early age that is very important because you reach an, an age where you, you cannot do more. But when you are 20s, 20, 25, 26, you can do more. So do more and don't start smoking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations for quitting. It's never too late. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's a great well, objective. I want to have. thank you.
0: Well, thank you for being on my show. And I will have the links to your website and information about your book and your social channels in the show notes. And I encourage people to please. Follow Antonio, so many gems shared. And thank you again for being here.
1: Thank you, Stacy, for this opportunity. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you.